McGregor versus Poirier. Three is all set for UFC 264. And DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC, has a knockout offer for this weekend's fight. DraftKings is offering two. 164 to 1 odds on a knockout in the first round during Sunday's main event. If the rubber match ends in a first round knockout, you walk away with cash money. Now just pick the main event fighter you think will win by first round knockout and DraftKings Sportsbook will give you 264 to 1 odds on that fighter. That's right, bet $1 on McGregor or Poirier to win by first round knockout. And you win $264. Now, there's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to put your money where your mouth is with DraftKings Sportsbook. And if MMA fighting ain't for you, DraftKings Sportsbook offers great odds and promotions on basketball and so much more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNBR when you sign up to turn $1 into $264 when you bet on a main event finder to win by a first round knockout. Place your bet and watch the fisticuffs of fly this weekend. That's code DNVR to turn $1 into $264. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook. You got to be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome to That's Good Broncos Podcast live. That's right, we're live on YouTube. So if you're listening to this podcast after we go live, it's going to be a little bit different today doing some Q&A here on YouTube. I am flying solo because Will Key's internet shit the bed. And I could not wait on FedEx to bring him a new router. So my apologies that you just have to listen to me and see my face. Uh, Will really anchors this podcast, really cements the big dick into the ground so we don't go too far astray. Uh, So we will talk about Drew Locke, what happened to his windshield how he literally almost died. That's not just a clickbait title. Literally could have died due to a lug nut. Uh, and then we'll take some Q&A. We'll ask why Pro Football Focus is talking trash about the Broncos for no reason. Uh, today's episode, though, brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use code DNVR when you sign up at DraftKings to take advantage of all of their offers. And DNVR, the DNVR bar this week, is hosting the McGregor Poirier. Yeah, the McGregor Poirier fight. So if you want to check out the fight at the bar, you can. You can. Also brought to you by my coffee company, Benchwarmer Brew. We dropped a new roast, the Dark Roast, partnered with Urinating Tree, one of the greatest sports YouTubers of all time, to make a dark, bitter roast. So you can always check that out, benchwarmerbrew.com. Okay. 
that's the intro to this show. We are live. Thank you guys for joining us. Like I said, I will take your questions, um, but we'll get to that after we get into this Drew Lock thing because it's crazy. You got to see the visual. It's in the thumbnail, uh, but I will I will put that on right now. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Okay, so <laughs> Drew Lock was driving through Kansas, which I have done several times in my life because I lived in Wichita, Kansas for six glorious years, and a lug nut pierced his windshield. And as you can see on the screen here, it embedded itself into Drew's windshield. Now, I have hit bugs on that road. I have had rocks crack my windshield, but I have never seen a lug nut fly into somebody's windshield like this. You can see Drew posing for the <laughs> posing with the uh, state troopers. Uh, Thankfully, Drew Locke is okay, but had that windshield not stopped that lug nut, had that lug nut hit him, he could have fucking died driving through Kansas. Uh, that is that is not how I want to see Drew Locke go out for 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 the for for the love of God. Uh, I am glad this windshield protected Drew. Uh, the windshield caught the lug nut, so so far the the windshield has fewer drops than Jerry Judy. Uh, but yeah, Drew Lock is okay. Um, that's what's important here. And yes, Cameron Burris in the comment says, I feel like this is going to be a meme for the first few weeks of the football season. That could be very true. Um, Drew Lock has a lot to prove this year as a Broncos quarterback, unless, of course, that ends up being Aaron Rodgers, which those rumors aren't dead yet. If you if you were tired of the Drew Locke to Denver rumors, you're in the wrong place because they're still alive. Drew Locke, uh, still, still, he's competing with Teddy Bridgewater for the starting job. We all know that. We've talked about it millions of times. <laughs> okay, not millions of times, but a lot of times on this YouTube channel. But Aaron Rodgers, during the match this weekend, I made a video about it on the main channel. He did not do anything to dispel the rumors that he's re that he's unhappy with Green Bay. He didn't he didn't make it sound like he was going to return to Green Bay. So that drama is going to continue for a while. Uh, oh yeah, with the other thing, the other thing that was annoying. Okay, so I watched the match. It was actually interesting watching Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady golf. I thought it would be boring, but I locked in. And I think what's interesting is just kind of hearing quarterbacks talk a little openly, talk a little trash to each other. They get asked questions by Charles Barkley and the TNT crew. And I just kind of like that interaction. We loved it with Peyton Manning, and I thought I was only going to like last year's the match because Peyton Manning was there. But I found this one... Uh, not quite as interesting, but interesting nonetheless. Anyway, Aaron Rodgers beat Tom Brady. Him and Bryson DeChambeau, uh, <laughs> they kicked the piss out of him. And yes, Aaron Rodgers told Charles Barkley he would tell him in Tahoe what his plans are for the season, but I think he was joking. I think Aaron Rodgers was joking. I don't think he's really going to tell Charles Barkley what his plans are for the season. 
because some of there's a big chunk of it that's out of Aaron Rodgers' control. He has to get the Packers to agree to trade him. So the only thing Aaron Rodgers can tell Charles Barkley that would be definitive that is that he's going to return. Because I don't think Green Bay's promised that they'll trade him, that they're just waiting for some arbitrary time. They would have already done that if they were already thinking about doing it. Anyway, uh, where's where's this? Where's this? P- this pro football focus. Totally uncalled, uncalled for pro football focus. Um, Jerry Judy, I'm open. Then they got Drew Locke with a picture of Tom Brady who must have just sliced the ball into the woods at the golf tournament. Why? Why, Pro Football Focus, would you bend over backwards to shit on Bronco's country, Bronco country's quarterback? First of all, that's my job. (laughs) I'm the only one who can talk trash about Drew Locke and not uh, feel the repercussions. I just don't understand why an analytics website who's already pointed out how many uh, countless times that Drew Locke did not have a good season would go out of their way to take this shot at him. Drew Locke just cheated death pro football focus. So when he comes onto the football field, he's got a new lease on life. And as long as Aaron Rodgers is not the Broncos quarterback, we are going to believe Drew Locke could take us to the promised land. Wow, it's hard talking without uh, Will Keys here. I really lean on him. I haven't done this for a while, but uh, if I plan on live streaming during some of the football games this season, I better get used to this shit. And I got to run this whole this whole chat here. Uh, okay, yeah, so Tom Brady did not play well in the match. We know that. He lost. Aaron Rodgers beat him because... It's just Aaron Rodgers and one teammate, one teammate that played well. Aaron Rodgers gets a performance from his teammates, and suddenly he's kicking Tom Brady's ass. All right. The lug nut. Already talked about the lug nut going through Drew Locke's windshield. He cheated death on a Kansas highway. I got my first ever speeding ticket on a Kansas highway. So uh, at least the Kansas Highway Patrol treated Drew Locke more kindly than they treated me at age 17. Uh, I was a little concerned. I had blue shaggy hair at the time. The officer was really mean to me and I thought, I thought he might take me to jail. That's how scared I was. Uh, so I don't have fond memories of that long ass drive from Wichita to Pueblo and or Denver. Uh, God, that drive sucked. And that was before like I had audible or you know podcasts or audiobooks nothing but straight up burned cds mixed cds to listen to to get you through the drive shit was long i guess i could have purchased books on cds but i wasn't into that shit at the time so uh you just basically count the <laughs> the hours in between or the minutes in between smelling feedlots which if you haven't smelled a feedlot uh, in your life in a car, you haven't lived, my friend. Just 20 straight minutes of horse cow manure shit permeating its way through your ventilation system in your car, hot boxing 
Hot, if you, have you ever hot boxed cow manure? That shit will get you high. Oh yeah, I wanted to try. So Drew Lock took a, a lug nut to the windshield earlier this year. My wife picked this up in her car tire. You might remember that story for for any of you avid listeners of the podcast. So I'm going to take it as a good omen that my wife picked up a weird piece of shrapnel from the road, as does Drew Locke. Could mean Pro Bowl season for Drew Locke, and I will be, I'll be backtracking all of the times I begged for Gardner Minshew, Aaron Rodgers, and Deshaun Watson to be the Broncos quarterback. Because that's that's really the best case scenario for the Broncos, uh, Drew Locke being awesome, right? They already got him. Won't cost them any future draft picks. The price tag's cheap right now, but uh, we got we got a lot to learn about Drew. It's all connected. You're right, Ninja Cow. It is all connected. Uh, before we get to the Q and A, I do have to mention again today's episode brought to you by DraftKings. We've got the McGregor. Poirier, Poirier, the most difficult name for an idiot like me to pronounce, but the fight for UFC 264 is this weekend in DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UC, UFC has a knockout offer for this weekend. All right, DraftKings is offering 264 to 1 odds on a knockout in the first round during Saturday's main event. If the rubber match ends in a first-round knockout, you walk away with cash. Just pick the main event fighter you think will win by first-round knockout, and DraftKings Sportsbook will give you 264 to 1 odds on that fighter. That's right. Bet $1 on McGregor or Poirier. Poirier to win by first round knockout and you win $264. There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to put your money where your mouth is with DraftKings Sportsbook. And if DraftKings is not for you, or if MMA is not for you, DraftKings is definitely for you. DraftKings is for you. Uh, they've got other great odds and promotions on basketball, hockey, so much. Well, probably not hockey. Tampa Bay sealed that up. Uh, All-Star Weekend coming up pretty soon here in Denver next week, I think. Now, DraftKings, safe, secure, reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to turn $1 into $264. When you bet on a main event, Fighter to win by first round knockout. Place your bet and watch the Fist of Cups apply this weekend. That's code DNVR to turn $1 into $264. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You got to be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Yes, Clickbait Sports will be live later today on my main That's Good Sports channel. Uh, I don't think Tree will be there this week, but you can find it on Five Points channel, Tom Grassi's channel, uh, Scooter Magruder's Twitch. We go live every Thursday. And yeah, hopefully the show continues to grow and get better. We're working on some cool stuff and uh, it's fun. I really enjoy doing that show and shooting the shit with all of those guys. All right, questions. I'm going to pop in and get some of your questions. I'm going to scroll back through the comments here and see if I missed any. Mm. Oh, this is just funny. 5,000 lug nuts in the wind. 
an ode to Paul Andrew Luck. We're all just lug nuts in the wind. That's right. All we are is lug nuts in the wind. We got Brian Clark coming in all the way from Dallas, Texas. Go Broncos. Cowboys suck. Uh, Brian, my question for you is, have you ever said that aloud publicly in Dallas? Feel like that's a risky thing to say down there? Or are Cowboys fans sort of used to everybody hating them? And they just let it roll off their shoulders. I don't know. I haven't spent a lot of time in Texas. Okay. Broncos, Twitter for the win. Reply. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the Pro Football Focus tweet about Drew Locke. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Drew Locke's an amazing quarterback who doesn't deserve criticism about his play. Uh, like I said, it's just a cheap, cheap shot by Pro Football Focus who's – I get you. You got to be on social media. You're trying to be funny. If anybody's tried too hard to be funny on social media, uh, <laughs> I can attest for that. I take a lot of swings on Twitter, uh, a lot of misses. You know, it's a miss when you have to explain the joke to more than one person. Um, but like Pro Football Focus is an analytics company, right? They're supposed to be taken seriously for their serious, more in-depth analysis. And I think it's cool for guys who are shit posters like us. What we do is we make jokes, talk shit about like sports fans. But for a company like that to do it, to single out a guy for no fucking reason was just messed up. They get stupid for their brand to do that stuff. I'm sure that tweet's going to get a lot of engagement, but they also piss off a bunch of Broncos fans. Now is the trade-off that they they make Chiefs fans, Chargers fans, and Raiders fans happy by shitting on the Broncos? I don't know. I don't know the economics of it there, but uh, I agree with you. Goofy, uh, I do like to see <laughs> that uh, cartoon characters follow this show. Is Goofy, is Goofy Disney? Is that Disney? Mickey Mouse, yeah, that's Disney. Disney watches my show. That's what we can confirm there. All right, yes, I'm getting to I'm getting to questions here. Uh, I'm just trying to find ones to answer. Let's see. Yes, thank God Drew Locke's okay. Oh, here's a question: What kind of car was struck by a lug nut? Does anybody know what kind of car Drew Locke drives? Great answer by Ninja Cow: A locked car. Swish. Do we like wordplay here? <laughs> we do. Thank you, Ninja Cow. Um, this is not a question uh, by Direct Echo. He just says, fuck you, Tom Brady. Always going to uh, appreciate that. I did do a podcast about why people hate Tom Brady. And right before the <laughs> podcast began to record, I learned that it was Tom Brady's company. <laughs> That was putting it on. And so now I got to sign some release forms uh, so they can use whatever I say. And I can't even remember what I said at this point. So it could be interesting. I don't know if they'll use anything of what I said. But I did do a podcast about hating Tom Brady for a Tom Brady produced show. All right, that's good, Broncos. Do you think if Aaron Rodgers comes to Denver, we will have a reputation for a place where Hall of Fame quarterbacks come towards the end of their careers? If so, will Tom Brady join us around the year 2048? 
Um, yes. I mean, John Elway famously ended his Hall of Fame career in Denver, but he started it there. Then we had Jake Plummer come to Denver. Not necessarily a Hall of Fame career, but a good QB who got a second chance in Denver. Then Peyton Manning, the guy, you know, made it famous. Get old, come to Denver, win that final Super Bowl because this is an organization that's going to put a team around you to win and succeed. Um, Drew Brees, there were we we thought maybe Drew would leave New Orleans. People wanted Drew Brees to come to Denver. Philip Rivers, they toyed with that idea. But yes, if Aaron Rodgers does, and I believe if he came to Denver, I believe. The Broncos would definitely be in the AFC championship game unless something weird happened in the playoffs. And I think there's a better chance of him winning the Super Bowl here in Denver than he has with the Packers, especially this season, because I am also high on the Broncos defense like everybody else, because it's July. This is the time to be high on your team because they look freaking perfect on paper. So, uh, yeah, I would like all old quarterbacks to come to Denver to win a final Super Bowl, except for Tom Brady. And uh, if he's still playing in 2048, which there's a good chance of that. Fuck it. If Brady's over 50, he can play for the Broncos. We do have a special guest coming in. I got a little desperate. Not that this guy is who I would call my desperate guest, but I was scared to do it alone. So I sent a DM to our friend from DNVR, Zach. What is up, Perna? Don't worry. I, I'm okay being the, like, 1 a.m., 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're the only person I reached out to, Zach. So, oh, uh, no. Well, at least I'm the only 2 a.m. text. I'm good Exactly. With <laughs> I've got one booty call, and it is you. <laughs> Thanks for joining me, man. Absolutely. Pumped to be on. Sorry uh, that you're having internet problems on the other end, but uh, look at this connection. Yeah, nice and strong. Um, you're crystal clear. The The real reason I shot you the link is because every day on Twitter, you've got a nice recap of what we learned about the Broncos. And I feel like you're somebody who is always the most abreast of Broncos information. You pay attention. And I thought, like, if I missed anything today, Zach's going to be able to tell me what's going on. And I don't think anything is happening today, but <laughs> the slight chance that it is, Zach, uh, do you have anything for me? Uh, Noah Fant and uh, Dalton Reisner are running the rocks at Red Rocks. That's some pretty big news today. But, there we uh, go. You know, I, I, I love this. I've been on for like 60 seconds, and we've already had booty and breast named. That's that's a good Boom. start. Booty, a breast. Um, <laughs> we'll figure out some more body parts oh, to get I'm in sure. there. I'm sure. I saw, yeah, I saw, I saw Noah Fant running up those those steps. Uh, anybody doesn't know, Red Rocks is an outdoor amphitheater here in Colorado. It's the greatest venue on earth for for concerts. But if you go during the day, there's just a ton of fit people working out there, flexing their perfect bodies, doing yoga, and so uh, Fant, Broncos tight end, who many people are projecting to have a big year, working out. Um, what was Reisner doing there? Running steps too? 
Or was he just moving red rocks? I imagine Reiser just fucking picking him up and throwing giant red rocks around. Yeah, I I think you're right. He was actually at the top throwing rocks down when Noah Fant was running up, and it was like one of those games that you got to avoid. And and of course, Noah Fant had his shirt off. Not 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 quite sure if Dalton had his shirt on. <laughs> Man, if I was not, I mean, you, I think you gotta you gotta embrace the belly, right? You're an offensive <laughs> yeah. lineman. People want to see that stuff, and I think if Quinn Miners. Yeah, turns out to be good. He's going to make a lot of money selling Quinn Miners merch because people I mean, are he, eating that up. He he already is killing it with that. And yeah, like you said, he's he's like a second, third string lineman right now. Dalton and every other lineman should take after him before and, and get all the credibility before he's able to do it. Or Brandon, I'm why why do you have your shirt on right now? I mean, oh, my bench warmer brew. Take advantage of that. Oh, well, that's a pretty good one. Yep. That's just my coffee company, you know. (laughs) I'm a uh, titan of industry or in industry. You're, I I wasn't sure yesterday if it was fly by the seat of your pants or fly by the seed of your pants. (laughs) So I'm certainly not the guy to ask. Yeah, I think there's like, you could probably do a whole YouTube channel on sayings that you don't understand <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that's not a song yet oh yeah a, for a sure country song oh yeah. <clears throat> country songs really i last week on our, our clickbait sports i had to do a, a song and i thought i could just whip out a, a quick country song about aaron Rodgers. <laughs> turns out that shit's a little harder than i thought <laughs> um, yes you're not uh, so, you're not eminem yet no, I'm not Eminem of of the country world. Boy, Eminem of the country world, that's a combo. That would yeah, who that would I mean that's probably that's just Kid Rock, right? <laughs> right, there you go. Throw some rock in there too. Uh we got a quick uh question here from Is Cray, $5 super chat. Having my bachelor party in Denver and going to the week 6 game versus the Raiders. Any places I should visit while I'm there, bars, restaurants, etc. Well, that's a great question, is Cray, because I would say one place you should visit is the DNVR bar. Hey, there we go. Perfect question for this time when I'm hopping on. Absolutely. Check out the DNVR bar. You're, you're not, not going to be going there for the game. But, uh, yeah, check it out. It's an awesome place to catch any other games that are going on around week six. Uh, and uh, if it wasn't a bachelor party, I may say go to Red Rocks. But, Brandon, I don't think there's going to be any early rising uh, running stairs for a bachelor party. No. I guess get week six. That's early October yeah. Maybe there'd be like a concert you could catch at Red Rocks. I don't know how long they they go because you can get you know you can get nice and drunk at a concert. Red Rocks mm-hmm. fits the bachelor party mode. Yeah. So that might be an option. I think Zach and I are probably the wrong people to ask this question <laughs> to. Uh, I believe we don't go out a lot. <laughs> or am I wrong? You've been hit. Have you been hit? Oh wait. Congratulate! Zach got engaged. Yes, yes, you put it on Twitter. That's public knowledge, right? Yes, yes, yes. Got got engaged this weekend. So man, that uh, that was my weekend. But uh, we were up in the mountains, so didn't awesome. didn't celebrate any bars or restaurants down here. But yeah, it was uh, eleven years in the making. So it was about wow. Time. Yeah, congrats, man. Around. That's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, what kind? You gonna you gonna do a big wedding? Small wedding? You got plans for it yet? 
what what's like 125? Is that is that normal? Yeah, that's like I think that's normal size wedding. Yeah. What what was yours? We tried to keep we kept ours to under 100. Um, oh, that's impressive. And to do it, I only had to alienate my entire dad side of the family. <laughs> right there, you go. And uh, and man, that that's kind of the dream for everyone, right? Under a hundred, you you just get the people that you want there. Yeah, and even that was like it was still big. It's still crazy. It's a lot of stress. Uh, but afterwards. It's nice. You've been with somebody 11 years. You know you want to marry them, so that's good. <laughs> right. Yep. So probably like two years away, probably somewhere in the mountains again. Nice. Yeah, the mountains is a, a solid place. We had ours booked to do in the mountains. Uh, we had like a big ca like cabin reserved. And then the people sold the cabin. No way. <laughs> yeah. No. So we had to figure out a backup plan, late in the process, quickly. It was kind of a, it sucked, but. So this this wasn't, you weren't like gypped, like it was actually legit and they just happened to sell it? Yeah, it was like, they rented like the cabin out, like an Airbnb type situation. And they were cool, like us doing an event there. And then they just happened to decide to sell it during that process. And we're like, oh yeah, we can't rent it out to you anymore. Wow. So we had to switch up gears. Uh, we, the like the unique thing we did for dessert was donuts. Um, mm, do you want to save money? Donuts is a super cheap way to go. Oh yes. And, and probably something that people enjoy more. Yeah, I mean, I think donuts are better than cake. I did a Twitter poll about like which dessert would you lose, like between like one had to go between brownies, donuts, ice cream, and cookies. And the donut argument was people were like, "That's not a dessert; it's breakfast, you idiot." Oh, okay. Like, well, uh, if, we can, if we can classify it as that, then I, I'm all about donuts. Yeah, it's not breakfast. It's an acceptable right? breakfast. Yeah. Uh, because personally, I think donuts top, like that's my favorite. Uh, ice cream would have to be number one there. You big ice cream guy. Oh, big ice cream guy. I mean, yeah. you can't really tell, but big bowl to end every day. Wow. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So I'm the guy to ask about ice cream, I guess. Not, uh, not the bar scene. Yeah. Well, the thing about like posting shit like that, it, the responses are always what's like funny, right. but I, I got a nice takeaway from it and it's, a good point was brownies are the least diverse and they're the easiest to fuck up. So that's why people had a big problem with brownies being, I was like, that's, that's true. true. Like if you don't cook brownies just right, they can taste like hard little yeah. bricks of garbage. And yeah, like you can get creative, some different flavors in there, but cookies you can do anything with ice cream. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, all of those things you can put on ice cream, which kind of makes ice cream the dom dominant dessert but anyway we've got another question here football related dakota white house what is your obsession with aaron Rodgers, brandon <laughs> if drew leaves like the majority of broncos fans want him to are you okay with more years of futility after rogers comes through well that's a good question that's a fair question because a lot of people ask me, they get into that. I'm going to let you go first, Zach, and give me your take on Aaron Rodgers and Drew Locke. Well, 
to answer the second part of the question, am I okay and should people be okay with kind of the Peyton Manning era followed by this last five years that we've had to suffer through? Obviously, you don't want the last five years of, you know, not making the playoffs for five straight years, but you'll take that in a heartbeat if you get the five years or the four years before that. Now, you hope that the five years that follow the Aaron Rodgers aren't as bad as this and that George Peyton's able to set up the team better, but don't you have to take the Super Bowls and the the consecutive AFC championship game appearances and the AFC West titles, there's no guarantee that it's going to be uh, good after Aaron would leave here. But you got to do what, what you can do to win right now. So without a doubt, you go with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I think anybody asking that question maybe doesn't fully appreciate how good Aaron Rodgers is. Like this last season, I was just blown away by how he performed on the field. And it's both like just his natural gifts as a quarterback coupled with all of his experience in the league. Right. So like Tom Brady, there's not a defense you're going to throw his way that he doesn't understand, doesn't know what to do with the ball. That's Aaron Rodgers, too. Like, you're not going to fool them. They can control everything from the line of scrimmage, and that just takes time to do in the NFL. Even, like, Patrick Mahomes still has a lot in terms of growing as a quarterback, which is really fucking scary as a Broncos fan. But, like, he's got a lot of room to improve. Aaron Rodgers is at the peak of his game. Like he's not going to get any better than he is. And he looks healthy and the athletic skill is there. So the mental part is as sharp as it's going to be. His athletic skills going to go down from this point. But as we've seen with Brady, there's time. Like Rogers got five years, five good years left in him. I believe in that. Uh, So I think I'll take, I'll take five years with Rodgers. Let's just say that's what I would take three years with Rodgers and trade Drew Locke's potential. And I say that even like assume Drew Locke's good. Okay. So assume he goes somewhere else and he gives another organization 10 good years. I don't, I don't need 10 good years with a guy like Philip Rivers. If I can bank on glory, true glory with Aaron Rodgers. And a Super Bowl is not guaranteed. Like, I think Rodgers and the Packers showed you how hard that is to to get to last season. So I think, like, Rodgers just in a different class of how special he is as a quarterback and what he can do for your team right now from the mental part of the game. And Drew Locke, you're still guessing. And I think most people, like, the NFL (laughs) – there's not there's nothing guaranteed in the idea that you can easily find that quarterback who's going to be your guy for the next 10 years it's hard. So I think guaranteed greatness right now with Aaron Rodgers is far more valuable than trying to find your franchise QB 
because I don't think it's that easy to find. And it, it, it's not, it, it's not. And so Brandon, here's a way to look at it. Uh, if it's kind of be crazy to say that drew lock is going to be, you know, a first team, all pro back to back to back years. So let's say that he can live up to a three time pro bowler in the next 10 or 15 years. That's what Kirk Cousins is right now. He's a two-time Pro Bowler. If he plays a couple more years, you think he probably gets one more Pro Bowl thrown in there. So would you rather have Kirk Cousins, the Kirk Cousins type of career, for 10 or 15 years out of Drew Locke, or Aaron Rodgers for, I agree with you, a minimum of three years? To me, it's easy. You, you go yeah. the Aaron Rodgers route. Look what Kirk Cousins has done. He has made teams competitive, but that's not what the Broncos are used to. Maybe maybe that's great for the, for the Washington football team or the Minnesota Vikings. That's that's not what the Broncos are about. And there's also a chance that after Aaron Rodgers retires, that the Broncos don't mess up the next five years. That that doesn't yeah. have to follow. They can get a good quarterback somehow and be good. It doesn't have to be that. Heck, just look at Green Bay. Look what they did. They went from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers just like that. The Colts went from Peyton Manning to, uh, to Andrew Luck. Now, Andrew didn't turn out exactly as they hoped, but he was a good quarterback when he played. So for me... It's it's worth passing up on Drew. And also, you're not talking about like a Justin Herbert type of uh, of young quarterback. You're talking about a guy that struggled a lot last year. He was one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. Now, I think Drew can take a step up, but it's not like you're passing on a great talent so far. No, I think Drew will be better this year. Like If he starts the whole season for the Broncos, I truly believe he will be better. I just don't know how much better, and I just don't know what the long-term you know outlook is for Locke, and you know what the short-term outlook is if you get aaron Rodgers. it's we're thinking about a super bowl every year and and, and you're right starts, like justin herbert this year yeah justin herbert's a great example of how tricky it is to find a quarterback because he was the third quarterback to go in the draft like tua went before justin herbert right so the Dolphins probably didn't evaluate that situation correctly. Joe Burrow might still be the best quarterback of those top three, but you know he went to Cincinnati where they don't block for their quarterback and his knee got shredded. And I don't know if their offensive line is going to be much better this year. So like maybe Joe Burrow's the best QB, but he might not have the best career because he didn't go to the right place. So a lot of X factors there. Uh, try to get a you can whenever you got a piece out Zach feel free uh, I don't want to keep you longer than uh, you need to be but you can stay as long as you want to you know um, what I mean it's it's July 8th it's it's the off season right now it is the, the real off season there is an off season for talking Broncos uh, okay that's good Broncos I'm so hyped for Kyle Fuller this season me too but why does it seem like everyone other than Denver fans are overlooking him? He's easily the best cornerback in the AFC West. I think people are overlooking the Broncos because they just haven't put together a winning season for so long. And I think last year, only Broncos fans saw the potential in the defense, but it was riddled by injuries. So you can look at last year's record and you can look at last year's defensive stats and you can say, oh yeah, that defense wasn't very good. Uh, just because they added a couple corners doesn't mean they'll be better this season. So I think that's why they're getting overlooked. But yeah, I think Fuller's, that's probably my favorite offseason acquisition. 
When I look at the Broncos' secondary group, and obviously it's crazy, you have four cornerbacks that can start for pretty much every team in the league, and not all four are going to start. But when I put together who's going to start, I overlook Kyle Fuller because I just put him as CB1, and then I make my decisions after that. So I just don't think he's talked about much because he it should be at least just that that first cornerback, he should never be taken off the field. There should be no competition with him. That's how it should be. Now, people could point and say, well, he's regressed the past two years, but then he's back with Vic Fangio. So I think he should be closer to yeah. that 2018 form than he was 2019, 2020. Especially, he's on a contract year. I mean, this is just, it worked out perfectly for the Broncos. They're paying him half of what the Bears were paying him. They're only paying him $10 million. He's back with Vic. I expect a, a big year for him. And uh, on our pod today, Day, which actually hasn't dropped uh we talked about we we made an all afc west team and oh. on the defensive side of the ball we had 13 positions because we couldn't really eliminate one cornerback position but there were seven broncos on the defensive <laughs> side of the ball that made our team which is you know just like you said the defense was killed by injuries last year that's why it, it really didn't look as good as it should be but man this team should be really good on defense. Yeah, they stay healthy. They're, the potential is top five for that defense. And for the Bears, their defense regressed as a whole the last two years. And it's one, you know, Fangio left. Uh, you know, they had some players that left, but also like their offense was bad. So that defense was always in bad situations which as a broncos fan you, you should be able to relate to um wait that's is that the question but a lot of fans i've seen on twitter want drew log gone okay yeah i guess okay so dakota's saying that he's seen a lot of broncos fans who want drew log gone yeah if you're on the internet you're going to see that from people. I think like I have to reiterate that me wanting maybe some other quarterback options doesn't mean I hate Drew Locke. It just is like, I think there's some guys I know that are better. Um, I like Drew Locke. I still want him to succeed. Uh, but thanks for bringing that up, Dakota. I, what was it? Oh, yeah, the Melvin Gordon. Somebody had a Melvin Gordon question. Where'd you go? There it well, is. When, when you find that, when it when it comes to Drew, there's no question, Brand, that the best thing for the Broncos is for Drew Locke to become the guy. Because then they don't oh, have to yeah. lose another first-round draft pick. They don't have to trade three first and Bradley Chubb for Aaron Rodgers. There's no question that's, that's the best thing. There's just a lot of questions with it. Exactly. Um, here's another question. From uh, GQ Jones, Melvin Gordon is the most key player we need to get going. Hmm. I don't know if he's the most key, but I think if him and Javante Williams are both good, that is something that can help out Drew Locke tremendously. What's a quarterback's best friend? A good offensive line and a reliable run game. Uh, Drew Locke sort of had that the run game part of that his rookie season when he came in last year the running game was just kind of weird I don't know a better way to dis describe it I think it's a mix of trying to work with the new offensive coordinator 
a new OC who likes to throw more than run really, or was maybe a little predictable with running Philip Lindsay, as good as he is, I don't think really fit that scheme of offense. So I think Gordon and Williams, nice one, two punch to be as cliche as I can. It would be awesome. And, uh, I like Melvin Gordon's haircut. I just needed to say that I have seen it. He has talked about it. And then like, I kind of like took a minute to look at it and I was like, dang, that's a cool haircut. Like it's, it looks good. He looks younger, which makes me think he's going to be faster. And I think the competition is good for Gordon. I think he kind of thrives on that a little bit. I feel like he played better football when Austin Eckler got to the charger. So mm -hmm. <laughs> who do you think is the most keyest player for the Broncos uh, to step up maybe? On offense? Yeah, go offense. Mm, I think, man, if you can get Jerry Judy to to just yeah. continue to take a huge step up, that's going to be a nightmare because you do have to assume a little bit that Cortland Sutton's going to be healthy and be back to who he was. But if you have two guys there, man, on the outside, that's going to be killer. And I, I agree that the running back position is going to be so key. But like you said, it's not all on Melvin Gordon because Javante Williams can easily take off and he's probably going to take off at the second half of this season. Yeah. I think, uh, the other guy is, uh, Mr. Red Rocks himself. Noah Fant. Yeah. If he, yep. it, he, he's been good, but if he turns into the weapon, I think he can be, you pair that with Jerry Judy, Drew Locke can look great. Now, Ian B has got a great, great question here. $5 super chat. Thank you, Ian. So you're talking long-term quotations, but wouldn't shut up about Fields, who is the biggest project in this year's draft. Makes sense. Love you, Perna. That's the only way you can criticize my takes is if you end it with love you, Perna. Love you and they pay you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, I, I hear what you're saying, Ian. Uh, I don't think Fields was the biggest project in this year's draft. I think gotta go Trey Lance, right? Yeah, I mean, definitely Trey Lance. Um, I think Fields is good. I think the reason I wanted them to take Justin Fields is because I think his potential is better than Drew Locke. That's what it came down for me. Doesn't mean I'm right. And if you take Justin Fields and Drew Locke wins the quarterback competition and plays great, then you have a valuable asset behind him. I just don't, th I think you had more to lose by not taking him. Unless of course your plan is for Aaron Rodgers. Um, but I don't know. We'll find out. Like we'll, we might find out Justin Fields has to play well in Chicago for me to look correct, but playing well on a Chicago offense right now looks a lot harder than it would have been here in Denver. Yeah, that, you're certainly right about that. And something else with Justin Fields is if you only had to use one first-round pick to get your quarterback, that is a lot less than other times. I mean, look what the Bears just did to get Justin Fields. They used two first-round picks because they traded up in order to get him. That's why when he was sitting there and all you had to do was waste one first-round pick on him, and then it's not a waste if he hits – Man, and Patrick Sertan, I really think he's going to be really, really good on this defense. In fact, yeah. He was in our all-AFC West cornerback team, which is just crazy for a guy that hasn't played it down yet. But that's how good I think he's going to be. But if you don't have a quarterback, 
you really don't have anything. I mean, we found that out, haven't we? The Broncos have gone all in on defense, defense, defense these past couple of years, and the quarterback's not there. Doesn't matter. Yeah, and it's like it's just hedging your bets, right? If you've got you got more chips on the table, chances are you might hit with one of them. Maybe you hit with Drew Locke. I don't think you are, and I'm not saying I mean Drew Locke's going to be as bad as he was last year. But I would have taken the bet with Justin Fields. I would have liked to have that extra piece. And I wouldn't have made the deal for Teddy Bridgewater before the draft either. Um, I just didn't think that was as big of a need heading into it. I think that's a maybe you have less options after the draft. Maybe Ted, Teddy Bridgewater's gone. But if you had Fields and Locke, I like that situation more than going into the field into the season with Bridgewater and Locke for the Broncos' future. If that trade for Teddy made it so they didn't draft Justin Fields, then that was just a terrible, terrible trade. Because on the surface, getting Teddy Bridgewater for a sixth-round pick and only paying him $4 million, you upgrade your room. You upgrade yeah. your room as as a backup, uh, without a doubt. And maybe Teddy is going to be better than Drew, so you upgrade your room. But you know, going from the 30th best <laughs> quarterback room to the 25th, the 22nd, that's not what you need. Yeah, and I like I like Teddy Bridgewater. If the Broncos had grabbed Teddy uh, a season before when he was coming off uh, the great year he had with the Saints yeah. filling in, I would have been thrilled about it. But the NFL, like things happen fast, and your opinions on those important positions change every year. So yes, I can sound like a hypocrite at at times. Like I have rooted for Teddy. I wanted him to succeed in Carolina. And I think Will and I talked about it on the podcast. The The thing that might not be fair to Teddy is he brought up that he played worse after he had his knee injury and that he wasn't 100%. And that's true. Teddy, though, he's he's what we have craved at times in terms of a safe quarterback who's not going to make a lot of mistakes. But we had that sort of with Case Keenum, and we were like, we just need a guy who's going to take the chances. Like, we just go back and forth because we haven't got the complete package yet. And when you're picking apart those things, it just means you're you're desperate, and we just want to win. If the Broncos win this season, I don't care who's doing it. I yep. don't care. <laughs> yep. I don't care. I'll come down to the DNVR bar and watch the game. I'll watch some games live, live streaming, go. have fun. I don't know. I just don't want to be thinking about how I'm going to soften the blow of another loss on YouTube after a game. For real. I, I've never, I've covered a winning team once because my first day covering the Broncos was Peyton Manning's retirement. So maybe it's my fault, but at least I got oh, yeah. to see one winning season, went nine and wow. seven, and uh, we know how it's gone from there. We need to trade Zach to the Chiefs. <laughs> yep and then maybe Mahomes will retire right Mahomes away Mahomes retires deal done <laughs> um let's see here I think we got through most of the questions here Xavier Edmonds are you giving us your second song today on clickbait sports I don't know I haven't worked on it anymore so probably not maybe I'll take a listen to it this afternoon uh it was it was pretty bad like the other version uh so we'll see I think um, we, we need that, though. You have said nothing else but this question. This in, what? You have said nothing else but this question this entire time. 
I think he's got. Uh, maybe you're responding to somebody else. NFL epic battle, epic rap battle of history. Oh, interesting question. You familiar with epic rap battles, Zach? I'm. I'm not. Oh, YouTube sensation of the early 2010s. Basically, they pitch historic figures, and then they'd have a rap battle together. So Ninja Cow wants to know two epic NFL players to have a rap battle. So you would say somebody like, I don't know, Lawrence Taylor versus Aaron Donald, right? Mm -hmm. Two guys, similar things. People think are great. (sighs) Epic rap battle. I would just go John Elway. Versus John Elway's knee without an ACL, which he played for his entire career without. Zach, anything you want to say before we get out of here? I'm I'm going. I'm going to answer that question. I'm going to go Shannon Sharp and Travis Kelsey going up against each other. Ooh, I like I think that. that. Could be a good one. Give, I mean, I think me Shannon, Shannon. I think Shannon Sharp wins because. Uh, was Derek Thomas? He got to commit like a hundred penalties against him one game for trash talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for joining us on the live stream. Make sure you follow Zach on Twitter. What's your handle at Zach Stevens? DNVR exactly. What it get, say? Just give the full handle at Zach Stevens DNVR. Perfect. Follow Zach there. Thank you so much for joining me, Zach. Uh, we got LA versus Jim Kelly for the epic rap battle. Brady versus Montana. Those are some good ones. Talib versus Crabtree. Yes. Yes. Thank you, guys. We are getting out of here. McGregor versus Poirier. Three is all set for UFC 264. And DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC, has a knockout offer for this weekend's fight. DraftKings is offering 264 to 1 odds on a knockout in the first round during Sunday's main event. If the rubber match ends in a first round knockout, you walk away with cash money. Now, just pick the main event fighter you think will win by first-round knockout, and DraftKings Sportsbook will give you 264-1 to odds on that fighter. That's right. Bet $1 on McGregor or Poirier to win by first-round knockout, and you win $264. Now, there's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to put your money where your mouth is with DraftKings Sportsbook. And if MMA fighting ain't for you, DraftKings Sportsbook offers great odds and promotions on basketball and so much more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNBR when you sign up to turn $1 into $264 when you bet on a main event finder to win by a first round knockout. Place your bet and watch the fisticuffs fly this weekend. That's code DNVR to turn $1 into $264. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You gotta be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.